Appendices of the Small Catechism. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Small Catechism by Martin Luther. Translated by F. Bente and W. H. T. Dow. Daily Prayers. How the head of the family should teach his household to pray morning and evening. Morning Prayer. In the morning when you rise, you shall bless yourself with the Holy Cross, and say, In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Then, kneeling or standing, repeat the Creed and the Lord's Prayer. If you choose, you may, in addition, say this little prayer. I thank thee, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, thy dear Son, that thou hast kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray thee to keep me this day also from sin and all evil, that all my doings and life may please thee. For into thy hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let thy holy angel be with me, that the wicked foe may have no power over me. Amen. Then go to your work with joy, singing a hymn as the Ten Commandments, or what your devotion may suggest. Evening Prayer in the evening when you go to bed, you shall bless yourself with the Holy Cross, and say, In the name of God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Then, kneeling or standing, repeat the Creed and the Lord's Prayer. If you choose, you may, in addition, say this little prayer. I thank thee, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, thy dear Son, that thou hast graciously kept me this day. And I pray thee to forgive me all my sins where I have done wrong, and graciously keep me this night. For into thy hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let thy holy angel be with me, that the wicked foe may have no power over me. Amen. Then go to sleep promptly and cheerfully. How the head of the family should teach his household to ask a blessing and return thanks. Asking a blessing. The children and servants shall go to the table with folded hands and reverently, and say, The eyes of all wait upon thee, O Lord, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thine hand, and satisfiest the desire of every living thing. Note. To satisfy the desire means that all animals receive so much to eat that they are on this account joyful and of good cheer, for care and avarice hinder such satisfaction. Then the Lord's Prayer, and the prayer here following. Lord God, Heavenly Father, bless us and these thy gifts, which we take from thy bountiful goodness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Returning Thanks Likewise also after the meal they shall reverently and with folded hands say, O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. He giveth food to all flesh. He giveth to the beast his food, and to the young ravens which cry. He delighteth not in the strength of the horse. He taketh not pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him, in those that hope in his mercy. Then the Lord's Prayer, and the prayer here following. We thank thee, Lord God. Father, through Jesus Christ our Lord, for all thy benefits, who livest and reignest forever and ever. Amen. The Table of Duties Certain passages of Scripture for various holy orders and positions 
admonishing them about their duties and responsibilities for bishops, pastors, and preachers. A bishop must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, not given to wine, no striker, not greedy of filthy lucre, but patient, not a brawler, not covetous, one that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity, not a novice, holding fast the faithful word as he hath been taught, that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers. 1 Timothy 3, 2 and following. Titus 1, 6. What hearers owe their pastors? Even so hath the Lord ordained that they which preach the gospel should live of the gospel. 1 Corinthians 9, 14. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Galatians 6, 6. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture saith, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of his reward. 1 Timothy five seventeen and 18. Obey them that have the rule over you, and submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Hebrews 13.17 Concerning civil government, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. For the power which exists everywhere is ordained of God, Whosoever resisteth the power resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Romans 13, 1-4 What subjects owe to the magistrates? Render unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, Matthew twenty two twenty one. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, and so forth. Wherefore ye must needs be subject not only for wrath, but also for conscience' sake. For, for this cause pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, Honor to whom honor. Romans 13, 1, 5 and following. I exhort, therefore, that, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. 1 Timothy 2, 1 and following. Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, so forth. Titus 3.1. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme, or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him, and so forth. 1 Peter 3.13 and following. For husbands. Ye husbands, dwell with your wives according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, 
and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. 1 Peter 3, 7 And be not bitter against them. Colossians 3, 9 For wives. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands, as unto the Lord, even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are, as long as ye do well, and are not afraid with any amazement. 1 Peter 3, 6, Ephesians 5, 22. For parents, ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Ephesians 6, 4. For children, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Ephesians 6, 1-3 For male and female servants, hired men, and laborers. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in singleness of your heart, as unto Christ, not with eye service as men-pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with good will doing service as to the Lord, and not to men, knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. Ephesians 6, 5 and following, Colossians 3, 22. For Masters and Mistresses Ye masters, do the same things unto them, forbearing threatening, knowing that your master also is in heaven. Neither is there respect of persons with him. Ephesians 6, 9, Colossians 4, 1 For young persons in general. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject to one another, and be clothed with humility, for God resisteth the proud, and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. 1 Peter 5, 5 and 6. For widows. She that is a widow indeed, and desolate, trusteth in God, and continueth in supplications and prayers night and day. But she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth. 1 Timothy 5, 5 and 6 For all in common. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Herein are comprehended all the commandments. Romans 13, 8 and following. And persevere in prayer for all men. 1 Timothy 2, 1 and 2 let each his lesson learn with care, and all the household well shall fare. Christian Questions with their Answers Prepared by Dr. Martin Luther for those who intend to go to the sacrament. The Christian Questions with their Answers, designating Luther as the author, first appeared in an edition of the Small Catechism in 1551, five years after Luther's death. After Confession, and instruction in the Ten Commandments, the Creed, the Lord's Prayer, and the sacraments of baptism and the Lord's Supper. The pastor may ask, 
or Christians may ask themselves these questions. 1. Do you believe that you are a sinner? Yes, I believe it. I am a sinner. 2. How do you know this? From the Ten Commandments, which I have not kept. 3. Are you sorry for your sins? Yes, I am sorry that I have sinned against God. 4. What have you deserved from God because of your sins? His wrath and displeasure, temporal death, and eternal damnation. See Romans 6, 21, 23. 5. Do you hope to be saved? Yes, that is my hope. 6. In whom then do you trust? In my dear Lord Jesus Christ. 7. Who is Christ? The Son of God, true God and man. 8. How many gods are there? Only one. But there are three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. 9. What has Christ done for you that you trust in Him? He died for me, and shed His blood for me on the cross for the forgiveness of sins. 10. Did the Father also die for you? He did not. The Father is God only as is the Holy Spirit. But the Son is both true God and true man. He died for me and shed his blood for me. 11. How do you know this? From the Holy Gospel, from the words instituting the sacrament, and by his body and blood given me as a pledge in the sacrament. 12. What are the words of institution? Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. 13. Do you believe, then, that the true body and blood of Christ are in the sacrament? Yes, I believe it. 14. What convinces you to believe this? The word of Christ. Take, eat. This is my body. Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood. 15. What should we do when we eat his body and drink his blood, and in this way receive his pledge? We should remember and proclaim his death and the shedding of his blood, as he taught us, this do as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. 16. Why should we remember and proclaim his death, First, so that we may learn to believe that no creature could make satisfaction for our sins. Only Christ, true God and man, could do that. Second, so we may learn to be horrified by our sins and to regard them as very serious. Third, so we may find joy and comfort in Christ alone, and through faith in Him be saved. 17. What motivated Christ to die and make full payment for your sins? 
his great love for his Father and for me and other sinners. As it is written in John 14, Romans 5, Galatians 2, and Ephesians 5. 18. Finally, why do you wish to go to the sacrament? That I may learn to believe that Christ, out of great love, died for my sin, and also learn from him to love God and my neighbor. 19. What should admonish and encourage a Christian to receive the sacrament frequently? First, both the command and the promise of Christ the Lord. Second, his own pressing need, because of which the command, encouragement, and promise are given. 20. But what should you do if you are not aware of this need, and have no hunger and thirst for the sacrament? To such a person no better advice can be given than this. First he should touch his body to see if he still has flesh and blood. Then he should believe what the scriptures say of it in Galatians 5 and Romans 7. Second, he should look around to see whether he is still in the world, and remember that there will be no lack of sin and trouble, as the scriptures say in John 15-16 through 16, and in 1 John 2 and 5. Third, he will certainly have the devil also around him, who, with his lying and murdering day and night, will let him have no peace within or without, as the scriptures picture him in John 8 and 16, 1 Peter 5, Ephesians 6, and 2 Timothy 2. Note. These questions and answers are no child's play, but are drawn up with great earnestness of purpose by the venerable and devout Dr. Luther, for both young and old. Let each one pay attention and consider it a serious matter. For St. Paul writes to the Galatians in chapter 6, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. End of the Appendices Recording by Jonathan Lang End of the Small Catechism by Martin Luther Translated by F. Bente and W. H. T. Dow